said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Hey neighbor, it's tight, but it's right. If it's easy, that's a clear sign you're on the wrong path. Let's get into the word with Dr. Anthony L. Trice. Look to the person next to you and shout these words. Say, neighbor, neighbor. it's tight. But it's right. That's what we're going to talk about on this morning. It's tight, but it's right. Read starting at verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Uh -huh, this is Jesus talking. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate. Uh-huh. For wide is the gate. He said, for wide is the gate. Uh-huh. And broad is the way. And broad is the way. That leadeth to destruction. That leadeth to destruction. Uh-huh. And many there be which go in thereat. And many there be which go in there. Verse 14. Because straight is the gate. Then Jesus went on to say that straight is the gate. Uh-huh. And narrow is the way. And narrow is the way. Uh-huh. Which leadeth unto life. Which leadeth unto life. Uh-huh. And few there be that find and it. And he says it's only going to be a few folks or a handful of folks that find it. Wow. Say, neighbor, neighbor, it's tight, it's but, it's right. but it's right. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. And he was explaining to them that there are, are only two paths to life. Say two. two. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. And notice, heaven and hell is a choice. Say it's a choice. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate and gates are entrances. Some places you can't get into unless you go to the gate. He said the gate to hell is broad. In other words, he said it's spacious. He said it's a, if, you, if you plan on going to hell, you're going to have plenty of room. <laughs> so what Jesus was really saying is a thousand ways to hell. But it's only one way to heaven. Say, neighbor, there's a thousand ways to hell, but it's only one way to heaven. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate. And broad or spacious is the way. Now, when the Bible talks about ways or way, he's referring to a certain path. Or he's referring to a certain lifestyle. That lead it to what? Destruction. And many there be which go in there. Now, Jesus is talking about hell. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I have, a lot, I have a problem with a whole bunch of preachers that say we don't need to preach about hell. Well, guess what? You ain't God. 
And the Bible says that the servant is not greater than his Lord. I don't care how big your church is. I don't care how God using you all around the world. You are not God. And if Jesus preached about hell, then Pastor Trice going to preach about hell. And how many know we need the preaching on hell? And you know why we need to preach about hell? Because we need to warn somebody not to go. Watch this. He said, because straight is the gate, or straight is the entrance, and narrow is the way. This word narrow means tight. He said, if you have any intentions on going to heaven, it's going to be a tight path. It's going to be a narrow path. So that lets me know that you're going to have to let go of something and somebody. He said, which lead it unto life. Now, the life that Jesus is talking about is eternal life. Watch this. And it's only going to be a few that be that find it. Now, that's something. Now, now we know that our few is not like God's few. But when God, in the natural, when you say few, you just talk a handful. I know the wine has got a song that millions didn't make it. But I was one of the ones that did. I got news for you. It's a lot of folk going to hell. And it's only going to be a few folk going to heaven. And we, we need to understand after you become saved, you are entered into a race. You have to get on a certain path. And the path that we have to get on as believers is the path of obedience. You can't get saved and all of a sudden you walk into disobedience. Because what disobedience would do, it would disqualify you in this race. You ever seen a natural race and, and, and some they took off and somebody fell? You ever seen a natural race when they took off after the gun went off and they end up in somebody else's lane? They was disqualified. So if you're going to make it to heaven, say neighbor, you need to stay in your lane. And let me say this. If you are in a race, you have to finish the race. Some people preach one save, always say, I don't believe that. I believe you save as long as you stay saved. Some people preach that. Once saved, always say, I don't believe that. I believe I'm saved as long as I stay saved. Because the Bible says, I'm giving you scripture, he that endure to the end shall be saved. Listen what the Good News Bible says. It says, go in through the narrow gate because the gate to hell is wide and the road that leads to it is easy. It's easy to go to hell. Y'all quiet. But it's difficult and challenging to go to heaven. Watch this. And there are many who travel it, but the gate to life is narrow, and the way that leads to it is hard, and there are a few people who find it. Why is it, Pastor Trice, only a few people going to find it? 
Because people are not willing to do what it takes to follow God. You cannot follow God on your own terms. This is the roadmap to heaven. Let's go to the next script. I want you to see this one. Come on, Proverbs chapter 14. Say it's tight, it's right. but it's right. it's right. Some folks just ain't going to do what it takes to get there. I said some people, they are not going to do what it takes to get there. And you know what's amazing to me? When, it, when all these folks die, you go to all these people, everybody go to heaven. Nobody talk about hell. All these thousands of folks didn't died, and ain't nobody went to hell. Everybody go to heaven. That's just as ignorance. Because folks think you can go to heaven any type of way. Well, we're going to find out you can't. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. Read, read. There is a way. There, say neighbor. neighbor. There, is there is a way. Which seemeth right unto man. There's a way that seemed right to you. Right. Amen. See, it seemed right to you. But it's not right to God. Say neighbor. It seems right to you. But is it right for God? He said there's a way that seemed right. To an alcoholic, alcoholism seemed right to him. Y'all talk back to me. Whatever you doing that you want, don't want to stop doing, to you it seemed right to you. Say that's deception. Read. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Listen, it seemed right to you, but it caused you to end up in hell. It's amazing to me how we deceive ourselves. That's one thing I'm really having to ask God to help me with. How is a folk lie to themselves? I'm really, I really have to pray about that. Cause you know, you, I, I can see you being deceived, but you can't see you being deceived. And, and if you don't take your eyes off of people, you'll get angry. You'll get bitter. Because you'll be like, don't they see they self? No, they don't. No, they don't see they self. Read that scripture one more time. There is a way. And, and we said when the Bible talks about a way, he's referring to a path. Or, or he's referring to a certain lifestyle. Or he's referring to a certain way that you live your life. See, this ain't even about you. Come on now. And what happens to a lot of people, they get saved and they make salvation about them. Yeah. This ain't about you. Yeah. <laughs> know what is it about? Some, somebody say what? what? Your soul. Yeah. This is about your soul. Yeah. Satan is after your soul and God is after your soul. Say neighbor. It's tight. But it's right. Come on, Proverbs chapter 13, verses 15. It's amazing how we get off. And, and we off, but we don't know we off. And then when somebody try to tell you off, you off, you get offended. Well, they telling you off because they love you. But we take stuff personal. 
Man, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go back to chapter 14. It's another favorite scripture that I have I want to show you. Where is that scripture at? It, it talks about a backslider being full of their own ways. There it is right there. Let's go to 14 and 14. I'm just interjecting this, this scripture here. This, this kind of ties into what we're talking about. Because a lot of folks in backslid yeah. in their heart. Yeah. They're still in church. Yeah. They're still singing. Yeah. They're still preaching. Yeah. They're still giving. Yeah. But they done backslid. Yeah. What does it mean to backslide? To go back? Yeah. I ain't praying no more. Uh -huh. I ain't in church no more. Uh -huh. I ain't serving no more. I'm not loving anymore. You done backslid. Yeah. You ain't leave the church, but you went church and then backslid in the church. Watch it. Verse 14 read. The backslider in heart. In heart. Shall be filled with his own ways. When you are full of your own ways, that's a clear sign that you didn't backslid. And it's a whole bunch of church folk that's professing to be saved that's full of their own ways. Know, know what God is saying? You're doing your own thing. You know why you're doing your own thing? Because you didn't backslid. Wow. <laughs> Read that one more time. The backslider in heart. In heart. You backslide in your heart first. Shall be filled in his own way. Shall be filled with his own ways. When you run into somebody that say they save and say they love God, and you can see clearly that they are full of their own ways just because they have backslid in their heart. All right, let's go to our next scripture, Proverbs 13 and 14. 15, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Say, neighbor, it's tight. But it's right. All through this sermon, I want your participation. Amen. Say, neighbor, it's tight. But it's right. God never said it would be easy. Never. <laughs> Come on, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15, read. Good understanding giveth favor. If you want to experience God's favor, then you need to have a better understanding of some things that pertain to God. Read, watch this. But the way of transgressors is hard. But the way or the path of a transgressor is hard. Pastor Trice, what's a transgressor? A transgressor is a person that knows right, but they do what they want to do. No wonder it's hard for you because you're kicking against the prick. You know what the scripture says because you can quote it. But you ain't doing it. So the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Have you ever ran into folks and see like they're always going through? You know why? Because they know what the Bible says, but they won't do it. So they are transgressors. And hard-headed. <laughs> I need to throw that in. Yeah. You ever met any folks that's hard head, got a hard head? Yeah. A hard head make a what? <laughs> Come on, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 36. Proverbs 8 and 36. It's tight, but it's right. Just because it's tight don't mean it ain't right. Some people think because it's hard and it's difficult and it's uneasy, something got to be wrong. No, ain't nothing wrong. 
that's just a clear sign you're on the right path. Watch this. If it's easy, that's a clear sign you're on the wrong path. Come on, verse 36, read. But he that sinneth against me, read, wrong of his own soul. Watch this. That word sinneth got T-H on it. So what God is saying, but he that practiced sin, sins against him own self. Now, we all sin. Amen. The Bible says we have all sinned and come what? He's talking about practicing sin. You got a lot of folks practicing sin. As a matter of fact, you got a lot of folks swimming in sin. But he that sinneth, practice sin, against me wrongeth his own soul. Watch this. Two things. When you sin, it's against God. And it's against your soul. Watch this. Read. All they that hate me love death. God said, and if you hate me, you love death. What does it mean to hate God? When you don't do what he say? Because a whole bunch of folks say they love God, but they're not doing what he say. What does the scripture say? If you love me, do what? So if you're not keeping the commandments, if you're not keeping the word, that's a clear sign that you hate God. Well, Pastor Trice, I love God. No, you don't, because you won't do nothing he say. Y'all talk back to me. I can stay right there for a minute because we even deceive with that. You walking in all this disobedience, but out of your mouth you saying you love God. You don't love God, you hate God because you're doing what you want to do. And watch this. God will keep letting you do what you want to do until you run into a wall. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this. God will keep letting you do what you want to do until you catch AIDS. I am convinced of something. A lot of folk don't know this because they don't know God. There's two sides to God. One side, he's merciful, long-suffering, patient, kind, compassionate. The other side, he's a terror to the wicked. The other side, his face is against those that do evil. See, a lot of folk don't know God. They know of God. God is not to be played with. And if you keep playing with God, he'll turn you over to a reprobated mind. And what's wrong with a lot of folks? They mind reprobated. Why your husband act the way he acts? His mind reprobated. Why your wife act the way she acts? Her mind reprobated. Why your kids act the way they act? They got a reprobated mind. What does it mean to have a reprobated mind? It's when God turn you over to yourself. And you got folks sitting in church with a reprobated mind because they've been walking in rebellion for years and God is tired. So he said, okay, you go ahead and do what you want to do. We just want to preach about one side of God. But there's another side of God. God will put up with you for so long, then he'll give you what you think you want. He keep telling you no. You keep saying, yeah, here, get out your way and give it to you. You want to keep hoarding around? Keep on hoarding around. 
and we'll be visiting you in a hospital because you'll be infected with AIDS. You want to keep sleeping with me and keep on sleeping with them. You will catch AIDS. You want to keep on licking on some other woman, keep on licking on her. You will catch AIDS in a minute. You want to keep smoking cigarettes, that's okay. Keep on, we'll be visiting you in the hospital with cancer. You want to keep on drinking, that's okay. Keep on drinking and we'll visit you at the dialysis center. You want to keep selling dope? We'll come to your funeral when somebody blow your brains out. God ain't gonna keep on toiling with you. He said, I would not always strive with men. He said, I'm grieved at this nation because folk doing what they want to do. They saying stuff that's wrong, they say it's right. Stuff that's right, they saying it's wrong. God, so I'm moving my hand up off of you. God ain't finna keep on playing around with folk. He'll move his hand up off of you. I didn't see some preachers die a horrible death because they kept playing with God. I didn't see some folk in the crowd die a horrible death. God would turn your flesh over to Satan that your soul might be saved. It's like everything go. Do what you want to do. I got news for you. Judgment going to begin first at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall be the end of those who obey not the gospel? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, look to the person and say, neighbor, you're going to barely make it in by your skinny chin chin. After you get through living all you know to live, you're going to barely make it in. So what about the folk that ain't living nothing? They don't have a chance. I don't care how saved you are and how holy you live, you're going to barely make it in. According to the Bible. Come on, Matthew chapter 16. Say, neighbor, neighbor. it's tight, it's but it's right. But it's, right. Amen. it's time out for playing, man. These folk checking up out of here. I'm talking about folk dying every second. I mean, these folk dying not 16, 18, 20. I'm talking about they ain't just dying and they sleep. They getting cut down. The Bible says that the wicked shall be cut off off the earth and the transgressor shall be uprooted out of it. The Bible says the wicked shall be cut down like a bay tree. So what we're seeing now is wicked folks being cut down. You don't want to be saved? Okay, do what you want to do, but I'm moving my hand off of you. Come on, Matthew chapter 16. 
Verse 24. This is Jesus talking. Read. Then said Jesus unto his disciples. To who disciples? disciples. A disciple is a follower of Christ, a student, a pupil. After you become a Christian, then you need to become a disciple, a follower of Christ. So I'm going to give you the two prerequisites to following Christ. You can't just follow God the way you want to follow God. There's two conditions that you must meet in order to qualify to be a follower of God. Uh-huh. You ain't just following God just because you say you're following God. There's some conditions you need to meet. Read. If any man will come after me. Jesus said any man. That mean you. Uh-huh. That mean rich, poor, black, white, educated, uneducated, no matter who you are. He said if any man. Yeah. 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 Read. Let him deny himself. He said, if you're going to follow me, you got to deny yourself. That means I can't do what I want to do. That's what that means. You got to deny yourself. I mean, that means you got to tell yourself no about some stuff. That means there's some things that you can say you can't do. That means some places that you get saved, you can't go. Because you're supposed to be what? Because folk don't understand what salvation is. People don't understand what it means to get saved. Being saved is more you come to church and putting your name on somebody's roll. Salvation means you no longer belong to yourself. You belong to God because you was bought with a price. And now you have to glorify God in your members. That means when you get saved, your hands no longer belong to you. That means when you get saved, your feet no longer belong to you. That means when you get saved, your private parts. That means when you get saved, your lips no longer belong to you. When you get saved, your ears no longer belong to you after you get saved. He said, deny yourself, read. Take up his cross Uh and follow me. Watch this. You are not following God if you're not denying yourself and if you're not taking up a cross. What cross symbolizes suffering, enduring hardship, difficulties? Think about the cross. What what did he go through on the cross? He went through everything. So you know what that means? Somebody say what? You're going to go through everything. (laughs) After you get saved, you're going to go through some stuff that you don't want to go through. Amen. And God said, if you're not willing to go through it, you're not following me. Amen. So if I realize after I get saved, I'm going to go through some stuff, some things I ain't finna bring on myself. Because that's devil problems. So if I know after I give my life to Christ, I'm going to have to go through some stuff, right? Since I know that, I'm going to be very careful on what I do. A lot of folk got self-inflicted wounds. What I mean by that, they bringing stuff on themselves. It ain't God or the devil. It's you. Read. For whosoever. Whosoever. I like those words. Whosoever means everybody. Nobody's excluded. Read. Will save his life. Will save his life. Shall lose it. If you're trying to 
reserve your unsaved life. What I mean by that, see, some folk, when they get saved, they popular in the world. Amen. When you get saved, you got to let go of your reputation in the world. Amen. Yeah, you was a man in the world, but you ain't a man in the church. Amen. See, a lot of folks still trying to hold on that old... Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Joe because Joe was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-852. Information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.